Well, mate, even by our standards, this is rushed. I finished work nine minutes ago. Uh, how's things, Casey? Yeah, not bad. How about you? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Uh, normally, I would come up with something for an intro, but there's no point. Episode 198. Before we, We'll probably briefly talk about the Accrington game in a bit, and then we'll get into the Forest game that matters. But the game was that long ago. It's been talked about enough. It was an FA Cup game. It was comfortable. Fine. The main thing for today... The transfer window has not closed. It has slammed shut. I believe that is how you have to say it for legal reasons. And my main question for you is, are you happy with our transfer window? It's the best January transfer window we've had since... Sliced bread? (laughs) 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 Um... I'm genuinely trying to think now in terms of other Januaries, but it's uh, it's, it's been a pretty solid one. Well, I mean, the last time we actually spent any money in January, am I right? If you don't count Jean-Kevin Augustin, which for purposes of this, I'm not going to. We still, ah, to be fair, we we still haven't spent any money in that January. Yeah. Uh, like, because we bought Robertson Forshaw in the same window, didn't we? And they will have been about sort of six and a half, seven million in the championship. That'd be 2018. Yeah, yeah, January. Bielsa came in summer 2018, didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, January 2018, man, I think that is. Uh, memory's no good. But this one has been a lot more, a lot more active. Obviously, we've talked about most of them, but just since the last podcast... Uh, Diogo Montero has now signed the young centre-back from Sevet, Portuguese Youth International. Weston McKenney has signed. Uh, it's a, it's loan with an option, but the option becomes mandatory if he plays 10 games and we stay up. Huh. So it's so by, so, by yeah, the pretty much it, mandatory. It's basically if we stay up, because he's going to play, unless he breaks his leg, he's going to play 10 games. And it is Leeds, so you never know. Um, but we'll talk about him the most first. I, I haven't actually got the figures in front of me, but it was something like one and a half million for the loan fee, which is very reasonable. But then because you're delaying it, you have to pay more, and it's like 32 million or something. And I must I admit, mean, that sounds steep to me. I don't know. I don't, I don't, ultimately, I don't think we're saving all that much money if we signed him now. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't think it's like, oh, 19 million. But if you take him now, wait a few months, 32. And we we can't afford the gamble. Like, we have to do it this way around, just money-wise. Because we can't. if we'd have just signed him and then got relegated. No, and and quite a few people have have said now it's quite nice that we're we're looking at our squad. We've looked at this squad and we've kind of looked at positions and thought, right, we just need to get someone better in that position than what we have. Yeah. It's, you well, know, it's, not, think... it's not just a, a bodies situation. It's some level of talent. And I think you've got that in Verber. I think you've got that um, in McKenney. And then I think you've got Rutter and uh, Montero who are Probably future players, although Ruta will be much will be sooner than that. Obviously, with the fee, yeah, Ruta is 
a first team player. He's just a young first team player. Mess- Alex Venison messaging in saying you didn't look at a left back though. We did. He's just playing centre back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we played him at centre back, but oh, he's good. Yeah. Um, no, like, I think that as much as obviously because uh, Click Click went out. Um, Cody Drama went out on loan. Uh, and then won't be back. I, I think Drama probably will be. Well, he's, we'll probably put, some, he's probably got to pick some stuff up. No, we'll we'll bring him back in the summer with a, with a, the idea of right, this is your time. This is when we're going to let you break through, and then we won't give him a chance, and then he'll leave because that's what we do. Um, and then there's there's been a couple of other younger players going out on loan. Obviously, we talked about Gellart going to Sunderland on the last pod. Uh, but then on deadline day, and I think it only did it start to break the day before deadline day. It was quite late. But uh, Diego Llorente has gone on loan to AS Roma with a permanent option at quote at least eighteen million pound, which is what we paid for him. Oh, we'll send him out on loan so we can uh, recoup some of those funds. Yeah, I mean, we all thought that that new contract was a really stupid thing to do, but. The, the one of the reasons was protecting his value, and it does appear to have sort of worked. No, I, I, <laughs> I think I, I said it straight away because, of, like, I, I, as much as people disagree with Victor Arter at times, I, I don't think we're, we're stupid in as much as we've looked at a player who's not start, you know, hasn't started a league game since Brentford away, and thought, well. Give that guy a pay rise and, and keep him around for like, you know. I don't think they're that daft. I think it was entirely a protect the asset movement uh, move. Sorry, and it has worked. Yeah. So the squad He'll be certainly brilliant in Serie. I mean, if anyone's going to be able to get him defending, you'd think it's Mourinho. But he also, you could see him getting his debut doing a Cruyff turn on Edget Box, getting subbed immediately and never playing again as well. <laughs> like, I, I have no idea what to think with him, really. Uh, <laughs> again, Alice, Jose will turn him into a world-class CDM. I'd tap that. <laughs> we'd get the money or we'd get him back and either way. Um, so the squad definitely looks stronger. Like, I think one of the things that's really pushed us on with the McKenney deal like what I've seen of Weston McKenney, I am not like a huge fan. I don't think he's some world beater, but he's definitely as much as I like Sam Greenwood, and I have said numerous times, if all football was was how good are you at kicking the ball? And that's it. Sam Greenwood would be absolutely brilliant because he's a brilliant ball striker, his technique's outstanding, but he's just not really a centre mid. And it is noticeable when he's on the pitch. The thought, yeah, that has really moved up with McKenny coming in. Obviously, Montero's young. We'll see what happens with him. We'll judge him in a bit. The midfield's definitely got better. Ruta coming in means the forward line has definitely got better. Verba for Llorente. It, we haven't got much evidence, but you'd probably say that's an improvement on what you've seen so far. Yeah, I also really like the way Verba rolls his sleeves up, like plays in the long sleeve but rolls it up to the elbow. It's it's a nice touch, is that? Yeah. So you'd have to say that we've strengthened all the way through. There was a big worry at the end that we were going to undo some of that work by selling Jack Harrison to Leicester, which got close enough that he was doing his medical and was down at Leicester's training ground. 
but Leeds didn't sanction the deal in the end, which I think is a good decision. And it now sounds like he's signed a new contract. Which is madness, considering how involved he's been this season. I know he's had a, a spell on the bench at times, but the, the idea that if we've got halfway through the season thought, this guy who has probably started at least half our games this season. Ah, that, you know what? Um, Marsh, I, I haven't fact-checked this, but I don't know why he'd lie about it. Marsh said in his press conference that Jack Harrison has played the most minutes for Leeds since he got the job. So, I mean, certainly... Probably other than Melier. I dare say Melier probably has more that he didn't include, but other than that... Yeah. You, you know, he's he's one of the few that's not really been out with any long-term injuries. Um... Like, like I, I understand that he, when everyone is fit, probably drops down the pecking order when you're looking at Sinistera, Nonto, Somerville, him, Ruta, um, yeah. you know, There's a few, isn't there now? There's a few <laughs> not-wingers. Um, it, it, to me, it was just sort of alarming in that I thought it's it's an odd move to sell the person at the club now who is probably at Leeds anyways, like the second or third highest goal scorer in the team. Yeah. In the, since we got promoted. Yeah, I, I would have been obviously they all have a price. I put I said the same on Twitter that they all have a price. And I think that one of the reasons that Leeds sent him down was they were like, look, this might happen. And, you know, it's going to be late in the window, so you need to be there if it's going to happen. But I think that the bid was like 20 million and Leeds sent him down there, but they were probably the whole time going, if you don't give us 30, it's not happening. Mm. And then it didn't. Like, I wouldn't have wanted us to sell him, but with 18 months left, if we'd have got like 30 million for him, I'd have probably had to say, okay, I understand that. I'd have rather we were selling him to someone who isn't also sort of down there. I could have lived, but if it had sold him for 20 million, I'd have been absolutely furious. Um, yeah, because he's definitely scoring at Ellen Road as well, isn't yeah. he? No, he can't play at Ellen Road because that because it's against Leeds. Harvey Barnes will be playing in that position. Um, but no, I'm really glad we're keeping him, and I'm really glad that it sounds like he is now going to sign a new deal. Yeah, uh, which which I think which I think we need to do, and much as I love him, if you get Nonto and Sinistera playing to anything like they should be, he, he probably is the third choice out of the wide tens or whatever mm. they are at this point. But that that's not to say he's not a brilliant option to bring off the bench. And I think he has looked good a couple of times recently coming off the bench and, and, and playing centrally as well. Mm. He, there's, there's, there is still an argument that you could look at him and turn him into a better left back than what we have at the moment. I was going. I was going to mention that that because we've also seen him play centre mid, and you would think maybe not this game, but with the arrival of Weston McKenney, you would think that four three three is going to be our main formation going forward. I've quite liked Harrison playing as sort of one of the three in centre mid. I think that's. Mm been all right and obviously he can then play on the wing and when you have a squad like ours 
you do. I still end up thinking, who would I trust more at left back, him or Firpo? And I do still probably think <laughs> Jack Harrison, as much as Firpo has been much better the last couple of games. We we just. I mean, I've, in fairness, I've been saying I think long term he ends up a wing back. I've been saying that for about three years now. Which means yeah. I'm probably wrong at this point. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I certainly see the value in in him being there. I, I have no idea with this four three three how you set up our front three. Yeah, like the, 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 there is sort of too many. I didn't even mention Brendan Aronson when I went through the the wide ten options, which I think says a lot about his recent form. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, there's kind of what six players on that list to play those. You know, those two positions. You know, Ruta, all right, it can be considered one of the striking options as well. But you've got three contending for that one position. I'll tell you what the way the amount of options you're making it sound like we've got. It's a good job Rodrigo's broken and out for two months, isn't it? Uh, I say this is what happens when I don't listen to press conferences. Oh, oh, this got released yesterday or the day before. Ah, well, um, I clearly, I there was a, that part, so. You know, like, there was a rumour going round that it was injured for, like, mm. a few days. And it, and it was obviously a real thing because there was specifically, it's an ankle injury that he got against Aquinton. Why did we bring him on? I know. And in fairness to Marsh, he did address that. And what I will say is, as much as, and it's not hindsight, the second he came on, everyone on Twitter said, why are you bringing him on in this situation at 3-0? Why? This seems silly. So it isn't hindsight. But the reason he gave was he wanted Bamford and Rodrigo to get used to playing up front together again because he thought that that was going to be a good forward line going forward. Which yeah, I still right. don't think he should have done it, but there was a logical reason for it rather than rather than what I thought it was <laughs> at the time. To get it before, yeah. I I honestly thought that he'd done it because he likes Rodrigo being confident. And he wanted to throw him on in a game where he thought he'd score, but the uh, his reasoning seems a little bit more just than that. Um, you were saying like, where, how do we line up if it's a four-three-three when everyone's fit? As great as Rodrigo has been this season and as brilliant as goal scoring is, like if everyone's fit, it does sort of have to be Bamford to make that work. It was nice to see against Accrington, I think as Phil Hay described it, Pat Bamford doing Bamford things. Mm. It was really nice to see that and it's something we've greatly missed. And just in terms of without getting into the I don't fucking understand this system mm. it works better with Bamford than it does with Rodrigo it, um, yeah, it just, and, and, and Rodrigo but... is is greatly improved these you know this season really compared to last well this season he has I think you could probably go as far as saying like he has had an objectively brilliant season not every game is, has been an outstanding performance, but in a side that is performing as ours is, to have that many goals, you can't really ask for much more than that. No, he, he's very much done his part. And th- there is part of me thinking, it must be quite nice as a striker 
for the last year to have spent all that time training as a striker and not training as a centre mid. Yeah. <laughs> like, as, as just going back to kind of the transfer business, you look at last, uh, not summer, just gone summer before under Bielsa, where you now look and, all right, strictly speaking, we didn't have Alioski, but Furpo clearly wasn't an upgrade on that. Dan James came in, and whatever position you put him in, he was not an improvement on that position. Mm. You, you know, that, and realistically, unless you are signing someone for the bench, like deliberately for the bench, or just someone to provide cover, if someone's not either the same level or better than the player in that position they're being bought for, you do sort of think, well, what's the point in having them? Yeah, like ultimately, like if you, ultimately if you now, want to build a squad, you have to improve the starting eleven and have a starting eleven player drop to the bench. Like, yeah, we, we brought Dan James in. Dan James is not a be- was not a better striker than Rodrigo or Bamford. He was not a better winger than Rafinha or Jack Harrison. But he was twenty five million pounds. Yeah, that's a lot of money to 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 spend on someone who didn't improve the team. Mm. Um, so. And also, it's not like, like, you know, probably right now, Ruter probably doesn't improve the team right this second. But he's like just turned 20, isn't he? He's like, he's young and he will probably get better. By the time we bought him, Dan James might have been 24 already. Yeah. And and his biggest weapon is his pace, which wasn't going to get quicker. (laughs) No, and and, and people are had had a year seeing him play for scum and he knew what he did and and I and I know how good Bielsa is but that is a project that didn't work for him yeah was was turning him into a striker as as good as he was against Aston Villa away <laughs> like like long term that didn't work um so, so it has been quite nice to see that that we've signed, you know, we've signed four players. Montero has come in as the fourth choice central defender, or second choice for right sided centre back. To be honest, I, I'm I'm not even sure he's that yet. I think he's basically a twenty one at this point, hmm. and we'll see, we'll see how it comes on. But like, most likely, it will be. I, I imagine going forward, not this weekend, but it'll be Cock and Verber as your central defensive partnership. Um, Based on what we've seen, you'd, you'd think so. And then you've got Cooper as the backup at, at this point. And then if there's injuries, Strauch might move inside. Um, yeah. But, you know, that that's that's his role. And, and then, yeah, like, the one good thing about McKenney is if you look at the signings we made over the summer, there was a lot of doubt about signing players who, who don't have either the Premier League experience or really sort of any, you know, big match experience beyond European group stages. And now we've signed McKenney, who's, you know, has been at Juventus for a few years, so has been at the top end of the table in a competitive division and has played in the Champions League. Yeah. 
you know, he 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 sounds all right. Yeah, I, as, love, as... I like Adam Forshaw, but yeah, but... he's a. I, I think he's one of the ones that is still out for this game. For, for this game, uh... it's the same injury because he wasn't he wasn't out for long doing this when the first happened. No, uh, but most people were back. Like Adams is back, Somerville is back, Cooper is back. Uh, so it's it's nice. It's Gray, nice to have them Stuart Dallas. Uh, Stuart Dallas and Archie Gray are not, but are making progress. Um, Archie Gray is definitely going to play another. They really, you know what? There isn't any point we've even talking about. We've talked about a couple of things from the Akinzali game. The only thing that I really wanted to say was that, you know, Harrison's first goal, really good goal. The Sinister one was good, but I really loved Furpo's goal. I was so happy for him. Yeah. Because I don't, again, like with Jesse Marsh, I disagree with his playing style, but I have no issues with the man himself. And Junior Furpo is someone who has spent 18 months getting dog abuse. And I'm glad he finally had a nice moment. Yeah. Against a relegation threatened League One team. Yeah. And it was a lovely little scoop pass from Bamford. Uh, I'm about, I'm, I'm, because he's a Leeds player I'm going to say definitely I'm only about 75% sure that that's what it meant to do <laughs> but it worked out perfect it got um, where it needed to be so yeah we'll, um, the main question one of the things to say to you Casey before we get into the Forest game on Sunday which is such a massive game we really need a result here I sort of have you any idea who plays for Nottingham Forest right now? Well, you know, Andre Ayu does. There's so <laughs> many. <laughs> like Lewis O'Brien must feel really hard done to at this point. He, yeah, but now he's no longer technically a Premier League registered player. Yeah, and they. Yeah, because the was he in the end it, last minute it changed and it was going to be Blackburn, but we didn't get the paperwork through in time. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been a bit unlucky with that. But I mean, there, there's obviously there's loads of them have bought in, but I mean, just I'm not even sure which ones are just, uh, a, you know, just January. But like they've signed Kaylor Navas on loan. Uh, see, I I spoke to Alex they, they go, about because this Dean Henderson got injured for what two weeks. Yeah, I said, like, is, is he out for a while? I've missed out four to six weeks. It, you know, it was, um, it was, uh, yeah, it's an odd, an odd club. That must be a record for, for a Premier League team. Like, yeah, because well, I know, I know, having been a Leeds fan, that we have used uh, twice, we have used 54 players in a season. You know, we, we have you used a lot of players that first time round in the championship. Yeah, that was back when you were allowed to loan someone for four weeks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, just bring anyone in whenever you like. It's fine. Yeah, um, uh, just I mean, an uh, number. Uh, of... brought Chris Wood in as well, which is that's a good signing. Know, it's not an exciting signing, but like he's a good forward, and that. Uh, because I don't know if he's injured or not, but that um, I never know how to pronounce his name. But Tyler Awanee, Awanee 
looked, he's a weird player where like he doesn't technically look up to much, but he's quite effective. And his movement's good and he gets into the right areas. But he's a bit hit and miss. Obviously, I was amazed when I saw Sam Surrey score a Premier League goal the other week because I never thought that would happen. They've they've got so many options. And I know that they came in with... I mean, what if you believe Nottingham Forest fans, they came in with literally... It was, you know, Gary Kelly and Kevin Blackwell. <laughs> That's what they had coming into this season, if you believe them. But they are just... It's such a mishmash... Of all these, of all, I mean, how do you sign first players in a season? Someone's first time playing football manager, isn't it? Yeah, like, I really don't know how you sign. Oh, this is this list is mad. Like as you go through, like January. Th- all right, they've been restrained. They've only signed five. I'll say that's per five permanently as well. Yeah. So Scarpa, that doesn't include Danilo. Wood. So that doesn't include Wood or Navas. No. So they've got Scarpa, Danilo, Felipe, John Joe Shelby, and Andre Ayew. Yeah, I mean the Andre Ayew one. I don't really think they needed him, but it is only a deal till the end of the season. There's not much risk in that. But I'm giving Shelby like a three and a half year deal. Yes, and he yeah. is thirty-two. Yeah, like that, sorry. It's, yeah, it's he's, he's, you have to remember he looked forty when he was twenty-one. Um, but they also that, haven't. I'll, they also haven't sold anyone in this transfer window. There have been some go out on loan, but no one like no one of real note. As I'm looking here. Yeah, I mean that Danilo, they've paid about twenty million for him and he is meant to be good, but I don't you know centre mid, but I don't really know what about him. From the early stages of him, that uh, that Scarper, I did watch him in one of the games and he did look quite good. And he cost sod all, I believe. Uh Felipe from Atletico Madrid, I don't know if he's still any good. He used to be very good. Like when he was playing every week for Atletico, but whether the reason he's been shipped out is because his legs have gone or something, I don't know. Um, I have like, I, it's such a weird one because I don't even, th- they've signed all these players, but I don't actually think they've signed bad players. I just don't know how you met that work. But as much as we can say, I don't know how you're going to make it work doing all of these changes, doing everything at once. I mean, they are two places and three points above us in the table. Yeah, you, the hope is that the new signings re-unsettle the team. Yeah, that's a, a re-unsettle is horrible English, but yeah, <laughs> it's right. Yeah. Like, they were unsettled and it took them a while and then they calmed down, started playing, <laughs> and now they've just brought in another five. It's a double prefix Yeah, <laughs> for grammar fans out there. Um, like... Oh mind I, they have some good players. I don't think a right lot to the to the team. It's not amazing, but it's, I I think it's a I think there's a decent number of good players in there. Like they've got like Brennan Johnson, I think is a really good player. 
As I say, it's a small sample size, but that Scarpa, I like what I've seen. Uh, that Froiler in midfield, I like as well. Um, Navas is a good goalkeeper. You wouldn't write home about the defence. Like it's probably going to be what, Joe Wallerl and Willy Bolly? Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's not great. It isn't terrible either, like, but it's not great. I'm just, I'm just looking here, the, the results by round on Wikipedia. So, at the end of game week 16, uh, 6, sorry, they were 19th. They were in the bottom three all the way up to game week 18. And then the last three, they got up to 13th, which again speaks to how close it is at the bottom. Yeah, we've, it's been a recurring theme for years, this, for most of the seasons, where you're like, you only run a three wins away. Like the the top scorers are one uh one e and jo- uh, Brennan Johnson both have four. Dennis Morgan gives work two. Lewis O'Brien what, has been cut from I, the squad with one. I forgot to make I forgot to mention that but he's really good. Is he injured? Morgan gives work. Uh, the last I knew, he was battling a Rubik's cube. This is genuinely. Apparently, uh, there's like a video of yeah. him a Rubik's Cube, and then his girlfriend tweeted, like, he goes at it, like, he, he watches videos every day, he's still not completed it. But then I noticed Rubik's Cube, I'm guessing it's because of that, Rubik's Cube had paid for sponsorship at the city ground. <laughs> paid for a whole yeah, thing, so. I've, I've just checked, he's out for quotes a little while, which will be enough in, to take him out this weekend, because he's, as much as they probably did overpay a little bit, he was young, he's young in English, so that's just going to happen. And he is a good player. I would have liked us to have got him at the time it was happening. We've since bought players that would have mean he wouldn't fit anymore. But yeah, like because I have no idea what they're going to play, I'm like just literally looking at predicted lineups that people have done. They've been playing a midfield diamond, and I'd assume they stick with that because the results recently have been decent. Um, which if they do that, if they play a midfield diamond, I'd really like us to play. Like the three central midfielders, even if you play him in an odd shape to combat it. Like if uh, if they're playing an out and out ten, I'd quite like Adams to be sort of on them all game. Yeah, so I'm just looking at the the detailed league table. Um, I thought they were quite low scoring at first, but I swear they are because the. They've scored three goals away from home this season. But we've scored 11 for mm. comparison. Like, that that's dreadful. Southampton have scored eight. God, I didn't realise the goal difference was minus 19. Who did they get tonked by? They must have got tonked a couple of times and I just don't remember. <laughs> like... uh... Uh, lost 6 0 to Man City, lost oh, 4 0 to Leicester. That five, one's really five, bad. 5 0 to Arsenal, 3 that one, to Scum. Right. Um, I'd say there's only the Leicester one there that I, that I should have really remembered because getting battered by Man City and Arsenal is fair enough. Uh, I, I say that, I'm not really sure what to think of them. I suppose the main questions for us are what formation will it be? Whole play right centre back. Because Robin Cock is suspended. Montero. Straight in. 
That'd Fuck be it. great. Let's do it. Um, I I assume it's probably Verber and Cooper then, isn't it? Yeah, I I was at one point thinking that it would be Strauk on the right because he's probably got the best right foot. And then Verber and Furpo. And then he came out in the press conference and said Cooper's fit and fine. So now I think it will be Verber on the right, Cooper on the left, Strauk at left back. Yeah. Uh, ailing, assume... o- ailing over Christensen again, you would think. Now, because of how crap he's been, d- does Mark Rocker get dropped? Because he's a yeah. terrible footballer. He absolutely shouldn't, but uh, <laughs> if, you, if you ask if you ask Leeds fans, yeah, probably. Um, the only the only thing I think at this point is does does the added athleticism of McKenney push him out of the team? Like I, I, I know... think it, I think it just pushes him into a three where you've got Adams as the Adams and McKenney running around and Rocker being sort of. The calm head that passes the ball. <laughs> I'm gonna say that entirely sums up our midfield this season. I'll go with that. There's some there's some running around is going on and yeah. less running by Mark Rocket, but some very well directed forward passes. Like I think if we play a three, it'll give McKenney a lot of license to get forward, which in theory should well, sue he, him. Because he's obviously in, in the interview with uh, not his friend. Tyler Adams mm. said he was happy play, you know, playing as an eight or playing as a part of a double six. Yeah. And um, I'm sure that we will see a midfield two with Adams and McKenney at some point. But mm. I, I definitely think that the best way is a three. It's whether he goes to it in this game. Because you don't know how much training they've had and all of that. I think, do, do you think he'll start or do you think he'll just be on the bench for this one and then probably start? I could see him starting. It's, it's, yeah. like it's, it's a big sign. In, in, to in make. a three or starting in a three or starting in a two? I I think a three because he has he's he's tink, he's tinkered with the idea over the last pretty much since since the restart, hasn't he? Mm. But then we seem to just sort of revert to the. The, well, the four-two-three-one. It sort of ends up being more with with the double left of Nan- yeah. of Nanto and Harrison. But um, the only could... reason I'm so sure that it'll be a three is because of Rodrigo's injury. Without Rodrigo's injury, I'd be a lot less sure because I'd be thinking it before, like basically four-two-four. And when and when Brendan Aronson starts on the right, who starts on the left? Nanto. <laughs> No, no, if it's a free in midfield, Nonto left, Bamford up front, and who gets the... Do you reckon Sinistera gets the nod? No, I, I genuinely think it's Brendan You think Aronson. it's Aronson? Fair I was only half joking. Um, mm. it, it was nice to see Sinistera getting that Accrington game, because I think that's probably... As as I've said before, he he probably needed minutes in the in the twenty ones, and if mm. if he's not going to get that, playing Accrington in the cup is is probably about what he needed mm. to, to get minutes and reps in. Um, but I don't know if 
I'm convinced enough for him to be starting a Premier League game just yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm really. I am trying. I'm struggling to figure out what we're going to play in the forward areas. I am very it's, confident it's, that Luke Ayling starts at right back. Yeah, I'm pretty confident about that. I'm because, like, you have to start Nonto. It's just where you start him. Like, does he play centrally and be almost in a front two with Bamford? And I, then... suppose, I suppose that's it. Is if 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 McKenny plays, it's it's just the two wide with a striker. If McKenny doesn't play, is it then Harrison Nonto Aronson? Yeah. With or Harrison with... Nonto, then person on the right. <laughs> Aronson. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, it's one of the ones where I'm I'm really not sure what we're going to do. I'm really not sure what they're going to do. So it's going to be an incredibly... A chaos ball. It, I've really no idea what to think. And I'm just... I, have ne- I know that some of the predictions are out there and it's heart over head and stuff, but I don't have anything. Heart or head, I just have no clue what this is going to be. So I'm just going to say a one-one. Um, how have they done at home? One-four, drawn three, lost three. Very similar to us. Hmm. Um, no bollocks to it. We win. We win two-nil. So no one for care's sake. Um, and I haven't even looked at the price yet, but I think I'm just going to go Bamford first goal from there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I clearly not really paid much attention to this. And we've won one away game all season. Yeah, and it was at Anfield. Yeah. And we've only drawn two. Yeah, we drew at Southampton when we were 2-0 up. And Newcastle? When we shit out the nil nil. In terms of in terms of goal scored away from home, so we've got eleven. The only team between Chelsea and Southampton who scored more than us away from home is Leicester with seventeen. Yeah. Well, we know what end the problems at. Like we've scored enough goals to be tenth, you know, and be absolutely comfortable. It's just that we've conceded loads as well. Yeah, like in terms of just if you did the league table as just away fixtures. Now, admittedly, we have a game in hand. Luckily, it's an easy one at Old Trafford. Well, technically, by this table, no, because because Scum have played eleven, so (laughs) our game in hand in this is elsewhere. It is Nottingham Forest, Um, but we we would be second bottom. Yeah, you know it's. These these are the games now, like you say, that we we really need to win these. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, and, the, and we will, and we we need to because it we haven't got long for this to turn around. And given the amount of backing that he has now had in the transfer market, there is no excuses. There is no such thing as you know too good a squad to get. Of course you can, but the. When you look at our squad on paper now, it is not a squad that should get relegated. No. So if we do, it's a failure. It's not like as much as 
you know, when the team first comes up and you're looking at the squad and like, this is basically the championship side and you don't know if they're going to be good enough. It's no longer that. No. It, it needs it needs to improve and it needs to improve now. The worrying thing is if we don't win this, then you go into the double header with Scum. And if you've lost three league games in a row and potentially in, in those two games, quite possibly heavily, it puts a lot of pressure on that Everton game. Yeah. Follows that's, that. And it's and as much as you know, it was very funny that Frank Lampard got sacked and everything. Basically, it's not going to be facing that Everton side anymore. It's going to be facing a much more organised, much cleverer Everton side. The, the only the only saving grace from that is that Everton didn't really strengthen. Berber didn't sign like, anyone, did they, they? They strengthened in hiring Deitch. But I will yeah. say that that's a better thing than they could have done in terms of buying any footballer. Not because Sean Dyche is so good. He is good, but he's not so good. But Lampard is that bad. What happens to Connor Cody now? Because he can't play in a back four. Well, I mean, I'm assuming James Tarkovsky is immediately captain. Yes. <laughs> like, he'll be brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he'll like Mina. Hmm. Big, strong, aggressive shithouse. Yeah. <laughs> Who and he can also play a bit, like you know, he can flip all out. So like, it'll be a no, that'll be there too, I would think. Um, but yeah, hopefully. Uh, did you pick a bet out, mate? I said Bamford. I first haven't, and I'm literally just searching for one now. Yeah, but I am at the minute. I'm just a bit worried about the game on Sunday. I'm going to be in bits about this game, I think, because the other thing to factor in is I really fucking hate Forest. I've been reading on Twitter all week about Leeds fans going, we don't have a rivalry with Forest. And you know what? They're probably right. Leeds don't, but I fucking do. <laughs> uh, I hate them. I really do. Like I was, I, I didn't realise how much I hated them until they were playing Scum in League Cup semi-final and Scum scored. And I was like, all right, it's fine. <laughs> Turns out that I hate them pretty much as much as I hate Man United. <laughs> um, where is... Where's Ryan? Basically, where? <laughs> Christ, where's Willie? Yeah. Um, oh, that's a an adult book, I imagine. Uh, Willie, well, that's definitely been done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Willie Nanto, first goal, eight to one. Oh, um, yeah, the the only other things that we didn't say really is uh, the youth team is through in the cup. They have Oxford in the next round, but if they win that, they're probably going to have to face Man City away. So that's where it ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like the, to be more confident, but... <laughs> no, I mean, that's just probably what's going to happen. Uh, the women got battered 9-0 by Arsenal in the Women's FA Cup, but, you know, that's perfectly reasonable. Arsenal were literally 1-1,000 to 1, to win that game. Yeah, <laughs> I... Um, I actually got to... Um, I've actually met a couple of the women's team through work recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so and, and it was it was pretty much summed up by, you know, when you go on Twitter seeing players go, oh, I can't wait to meet Leah Williamson. Like that, it's, we are Histon in, in this context. No, this is weird. This is a bigger, much bigger difference than that. Leeds weren't one to a thousand to beat Histon. 
<laughs> one to a thousand is Leeds United versus Kippux <laughs> under tens. You, know, you, you are you are talking about it, literally one of the the best paid professional women's teams in the world against amateurs. Yeah, and two days and two days later they had a world record transfer bid rejected. For, that's the level of difference we're talking. Yeah. About. Uh, and the only other thing is that the Sunderland or Fulham game in the fifth round of the FA Cup has been picked for TV. It's on BBC. It's still Tuesday night, though. Um, and am I right in thinking that there's no replays now? Because they changed the rules a couple of years ago, didn't they? The fifth round onwards. It's just we're never there, so I forgot about it. Um, I had forgotten about that, but this is probably also because we've never had to worry about this. Yeah, <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll see going forward. Google we, FA Cup replays. Yeah, we uh, yeah, the um, the Forest game is going to be a big one, and I'm really worried about that game. But I'm after the window. I did go into this window thinking we'll just stay up. We'll stay up. We'll just be okay. And I am now slight. Given the window, I am now more confident than I was going into it, and that's probably a good sign. But I'm certainly not any more than about 65% confident that we'll stay up. Hmm. Yeah, we've... The thing, the thing you can say is I think we've given ourselves the best possible chance of, of staying up. Like it, it's in terms not... of transfers, not in terms of performances on the pitch. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to go a whole podcast without talking about his tactics and Mm. bemoaning them but yeah in terms of transfer activity I think I think we've you know you've got to say we've, we've had a good window yeah so yeah we will be back after the forest game I don't know which day work should be less mental next week so should be able to get one done early in the week I think um but that will do us for episode 198 at my rights podcast I've been Jack see ya I'm in case you have a good one in a bit <laughs>